Hi, I'm Ken Napsok, host of Watching Thrones. To watch this episode live and get to call in and chat with us about Game of Thrones, sign up today for a free trial membership at ScreenJunkies.com. Hello, Screen Junkies, and welcome to Watching Thrones. For the final time this season, we are here live on Screen Junkies Plus right now to break down episode 10, the season finale of season six of Game of Thrones, titled The Winds of Winter. Winter is here. With me, as always, throughout this season, we did it, Boyd. You and I, we did this little adventure together uh, from talking about Game of Thrones and someone else's living room to the big time here. Michelle Boyd is here. I'm so glad you're here. Oh, I'm so happy to be here. You've yeah. only threatened to kill me a couple times. Only we a couple it. times. We made it. A couple times. Yeah. And as always, from the beginning to Mr. Spencer J. Gilbert. <laughs> wow. Our maester. Our, our japen clown. Our japen fool. <laughs> yeah, thank you guys for doing all the hard legwork. I just come in here and crack jokes. And man, <laughs> what a freaking finale this was. It made it all worthwhile. I'd like to hear you say that, sir. Yeah, you know, I was probably the most lukewarm on yeah. the season. Uh, <laughs> Uh, of the panel, but man, just when I thought I was out, they pull me back in. Pull oh, you back in. <laughs> yeah. It's that last shot on the golf course. Trisha Hirschberger, hey you've guys. been here for pretty much the entire run as well. <laughs> With us always from about halfway through the season. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you've been, yeah, no. <laughs> Oh, what are you talking about? I was actually hiding behind one of these banners. <laughs> right. You just never well, knew. When, when Kyle Maddock was here, he, he, I figured it was like you and a Kyle. Exactly. Right. I love Kyle. If you're going to mistake anyone for me, Kyle is the person to mistake. Kyle so that's Kyle's awesome. never actually here. Oh. No. <laughs> Kyle was no one. Guys, here we are. We have uh, had so much fun this season, breaking down this season, whether you liked some of the moments, hated some of the moments. Spencer's right. It all ends to this, and they always know a way to kind of leave you with something great and grand and this episode by all accounts the only person I've heard hated is our cameraman Ryan <laughs> what? wait what I'm calling you out Ryan what? yeah you're yeah. the guy you're that guy um, what did you call him? Hype Slayers? The Hype Slayer, yeah. yeah. Uh, but I like that you've turned off the timer today, because we might go three, four hours. Uh, he, yeah. might go. He, might go. he just knew right from the beginning. Yeah. He's like, let's this not even bother happen. with this. Power Pack Show, guys. I have notes, much like last week. I have notes, but <laughs> everything happened. Yeah, all it the all things. happened. Let's start. Let's <laughs> so dive on much. in. This Woo! was a beautiful, stunning, wonderful first 20, 25 minutes, one of the best sequences I think ever on recorded television history. So good. Is that hyperbole, Trisha? I'm sure. <laughs> so good. So good. And the music was so good. Yeah. The music the direction was really so good. And the so effects were so, so good. good. And that's the show. And that, that horror was I the first one to talk. It was so good. We're going to go like an hour 20. Let's just rewatch the episode. Yeah, yeah. Totally. Yeah. Just throw it back JT, up. play that clip from the top. Play that clip. Oh, We're no, watching now live so here. Beautiful. And we have people on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, listening as well. But we are watching everyone form and file into the Septa Baylor. Just when I think they're like they've reached their peak of cinematic mm -hmm. showmanship on the show, they just completely bust through the ceiling. This the, was gorgeous. What mm -hmm. were you guys thinking 
from the beginning. I, I had lost my breath and was like, uh, like frozen. <laughs> like, what's happening? Uh, Everyone's wardrobe got updated. Yeah. Wardrobe, uh, I mean, Cersei's dress. Can we talk, can we talk about Cersei's dress? Please? Yes, please. Cersei went full I like dark of side of labyrinth. Like, or no, not yeah. labyrinth. Uh, what am I thinking of? Legend. I Legend. Okay. Yes. Legend. Like Look, dark queen. Dark crystal to me too. There was yeah. some darkness going well, on there. Well, it kind of looked like armor. Like it was yes. like she yeah, had Don't her drag this into the like Henson creature shop. This so was like cool. this did not look like a Ren fair. This looked like <laughs> the real deal. Like you would wear this on the street. I like spring, correct. summer, Kanye, Yeezy. I boost. expect to see it at <laughs> Comic Con in 23 oh, yeah. days, guys. Well, yeah. and she was going into her own battle. You know, you Absolutely. need to dress appropriately. Yeah. So, at first, I thought, yeah, she was you know dressing kind of somber for her trial. I'm like, oh no, okay. Oh, she's not we going anywhere. The, we went the other direction. We had all been talking about the wildfire. We we believe that's what was going on with Cersei and Kyburn, and his rumors are true. So let's start there. And maybe we knew, but at, at, at what point, I, for one, I just, I thought they're getting out. I thought Marjorie, I thought Marjorie figured this would out. Be getting out. Yeah. That was the biggest shock for me when they killed Marjorie. Everyone else, yeah. I was like, oh, okay. And mm-hmm. she grabbed her brother. She didn't even bother with her dad. She just was sure. like, oh, Brown come with me. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, but I, I thought she was going to make it out alive, and nope. No. Not at no. all. Yeah, Marjorie and the High Sparrow were the biggest players, I feel like, that were taken out in that move. Um, and it was it was amazing. I mean, for me, it was it was shocking almost on a Red Wedding level. Yeah, and I think it that we all, we all predicted something along the lines of, oh, the wildfire is going to play into this somehow. It's going to go off. But I think we all thought it was going to happen because Cersei would just lose her mind and it'd be a mm-hmm. desperation move. We, like the High Sparrow, we all underestimated her. She had a plan, clearly. This was a more controlled power move than it was like, fuck it, let's light the whole city and That's on a fire. great point. One of the first questions I really wanted to dive in on, and Spencer, you can start, is is when do you think this plan was formulated? The Kyburn moment earlier in the season could just be a confirmation of something she was already working on. How far back do you think, if you could get into the story that she made? I don't know. I, I couldn't tell you exactly without going back through it, but sure. uh, you know, anytime you're getting slowly dressed like that, it means you're up to something. <laughs> anytime you like, have that montage moment where you're like just staring out the window, putting on like a cool new outfit. That means this was planned all along. And the best sip of wine oh, ever. Oh, that was oh. great. Cutting to her, just drinking the wine. Oh, Ms. my God. Michelle, on Cersei's plan, what do you I, think? I think we can blame Elena for this, uh, because yes. I think it goes back to the conversation where Elena was very careful to point out to Cersei all the reasons she had nothing to lose. And I think that's about when Cersei probably went, yeah, you know what? You're right. Fuck you all. Yeah. And I know mm-hmm. where wildfire is buried, so yeah. hey, I got a plan. Everybody already hates me anyway. Might right. as well right. run with it. Yeah, I got I got to give props. I believe Michelle was the first one to call that this is what was going to happen with the wildfire. Yeah. I was watching it last night, and I was like, yeah, Michelle. <laughs> she she it. Which, is, which is good, because we can get it. into so many of my other predictions that were totally <laughs> wrong. No, this one, this Here's one the explosion. Let's watch had. it again oh. as we watch it. It was so cool to see the full version of that oh. little yeah. second... Oh, and him going up, the high sparrow going up. And just that moment of that he person had, gets crushed oh, by the bell. Yes, yes. <laughs> that poor guy crushed by the bell. What did he ever do? Wow. Uh, Bye bye. <laughs> oh, yeah. poor little bystander. And she's just so watching. Intense. Did anyone think that it was actually going to be bigger? That she was going to take out? I thought more? maybe the whole city, but it makes sense. Yeah. 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 Because I thought this would be where uh, the the throne room would go up a little bit too, and we would get that shot, you know, like with the ash or snow falling down. Like oh, it would be because of the wildfire, mm. which means that's that, still got to that, happen. That yeah, potentially could still come. The greatest sip of wine in history oh, there. So I want to talk with all these deaths that are shocking, and you said on a red wedding level. I felt like it took out. <laughs> 
as mm-hmm. many major players. You yeah. know, we, we lost Loris, we lost Terrell Dad, we mm-hmm. lost Marjorie, we lost the High Sparrow, we lost Lancel, we lost like, right. we, like we lost so many we lost big King's characters. Landing. We lost, lost that. Yeah, we lost the Sept. Like lost yeah. the other pillar even, that holds up the world. Even when That's they're saying, true. where do we hold the funeral now? Like, right. good point. Burn them. Right. Scatters um, ashes. Burn them all. So great. the question I'll ask. With all these people going, people that we've been following, I won't say invested in the High Sparrow. A lot of there was some of the eh, storylines kind of boring, but he he's a power player. Marjorie's a power player. We've been invested in her in a long time. They're all gone. Does anyone feel not cheated, but just like okay, that all meant nothing, or is this for me satisfying ending? It's very satisfying right. to me because I think none of us saw it coming. So mm-hmm. that's what I was waiting for all season from Game of Thrones in a in a season that had gone beyond the books. I wanted surprises, and I yeah. didn't get them until today. Uh, that was crazy that they took them from us. And yeah, right. I don't think that their storylines account for nothing. I think their deaths serve to prove to us that Cersei means business. Um, they right. kind of pushed, they kind of existed to push her story forward and to put Oleana strictly on the other side of the conflict. Mm-hmm. Um, so it wasn't completely in vain. But yeah, uh, man. I love, I love seeing happy, <laughs> yeah. satisfied Spencer. Oh, it's, it's so rare. And it, Such and, a grin on his face. I haven't seen that in a while. And we've, we've talked about who's the next big villain. Ramsey's gone. Joffrey goes. Ramsey steps in place. Ramsey goes. Is it your? No, it's Cersei. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Let's, let's not forget Cersei. But the genius of the show is that, like, the dark side of all of us, I'm yeah. sure some part of us was like, fuck yeah. Yeah. Every part evil. of my she's body. She's clearly evil. Tommen is a sweet boy who deserved better, but yeah, uh, we're cheering for both sides. Yeah, now. can we talk about the Tommen death for a second? Predicted oh. here on our show by oh, a couple of callers and tweeters. We had someone. Uh, Some it was a case it. from the Netherlands who called Tommen suicide. Saying suicide, yes. yeah. And uh, suicide. someone tweeted today: "Take credit." I'm sure it's much like I was there during such and such. You, you can all take credit, um, but someone specifically member called in and said, "Yeah, they're going to jump off the red keep." Wow. Boom. Wow. Good stuff. Mm. Internet points well for done. you. Well done. Well done. Here it is. It was a, uh, uh, I, 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 I kind of, at this moment. Did you know it by know the way it. the shot was framed? Yeah. Oh, when yes. they held yeah. on it after he walked away, yes. I kind of, yeah. I kind of <laughs> thought so, especially after he leaves and he like puts the crown down. This yeah. is, and is it interesting to anyone else? Like, they're you know, Jamie and Cersei's final child dies mm. from falling out a window. Ooh, Ooh. poetic yeah. justice. Yeah. Good we're all kind of. Uh, there's going to be a lot of this on today's show, uh, guys. Here, watching Thrones, where we're just going to rewatch the episode. <laughs> <again>. <laughs> it's totally so okay good. with it. So this has already been made into a GIF or GIF or however you pronounce it so many times. Yeah. Oh yeah. The last part of this so many just times. Don't want blinking, to live on this planet just anymore. Just blinking, done, and poor, done, yeah. poor Tom and completely. <laughs> let's, let's send him out the right way. And uh, and here he goes. Yeah. Uh, good form. Um, good form. Good form. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We, we let's send him out the right had way. Had to take a break. When yeah. uh, the group that I was watching oh, this really? with, yeah, we we took a five minute breather after Pause. that. Yep. We needed mm. it. You needed a time out. Well, yeah. and you have to wonder if that was part of Cersei's plan or not. I mean, it when you see, no. well, she does keep okay. him there to keep him out of it. But then again, she doesn't really seem shocked, surprised, or saddened when she's talking about his death. So I mean, is this she? She knows what the prophecy is. She knows he's going to die anyway. Figures once she murders Marjorie, that may be the time it happens. So kind of like, meh. I think that's a good point where she kind of maybe, much like Sansa last week, was accepting Rickon's death, that maybe 
maybe not the way that it was going to mm-hmm. happen, but the prophecy, she clearly believed in it and just kind of had accepted and moved on. She took it in, in stride. She was hurt. She she. She was paying. Oh boy! Was, We're having a the studio just exploded. I, some in the back. I thought it was wildfire. Wow! What a twist! Oh, oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> On the last episode, guys. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Oh, so yes, yeah, so for me, I think there was not necessarily part of the plan. Like, oh, he's going to die, but right. If it resigned happens, to it that this would have That's a really good point. Yeah, I think by this point, she had just sort of accepted that, you know, hey, my other two kids have died. I know the third one's going to die. Let's right. just move ahead with I my plan. I don't think she planned for him to swan no, dive out the no. window like that. True. She could have right. had the mountain, just which was how I thought this was playing out. Right. She was going to actually have him killed. I thought that too oh. when Tom and tried to leave and the mountain was standing right. there. I, that's I, I a thought bad that sign. When the mountain happens. was going right. to kill her. Right. And, and guys, as always out there, you can join us here on Twitter using the hashtag Watching Thrones and Skype in at SJ Plus Live. We'll be taking your calls uh, throughout the show today. Uh, a lot to get to, though, so uh, stand by for that. Uh, if, you, if you're on the <laughs> yeah. air, have a question, give it, and we'll answer it and go. I want to get Woo-hoo. a lot of different people in there. In fact, uh, we'll take a call here in a second. Um, I want to talk a little bit, too, about uh, Kyburn's Little Birds. Yes! Mm. Oh, man! Oh, man! That was so <laughs> yeah. good! We, all, we had thought... All of us, some knowledge, some book stuff of, oh, where are they going to go? And they did it. They did it in a different way, but they did it well. And I thought that was added added into the, the out with the old and with the new type of mm. stuff. I really actually liked that scene. It was really good. Very mm-hmm. cool. I thought it was such a great use of the kids. And I, I wasn't really sure, like, I, I, with Loris following the kid down to Wildfire. Like, Lancel, I know he yeah. kind of went. Lancel, yeah. Oh, what did I say? Loris? Yeah. Lancel. I, I wasn't really sure why he was following the kid, but sure. Sure. I, I, I think I, just a. Beautiful plot device. Why not? Why not? <laughs> he was, he was to get him down there. going to fetch Cersei, so you wonder if the kid was like, you know, Cersei's down here, follow me, something, something. like that to Could entice be. him. But then, yeah, to trick Pycelle to come down and all oh, the little kids. And yeah, this is a nice, like, kind of jumping from the book. And yeah, Anton Lesser does such a great job, mm-hmm. does a great job as Kyburn. Each scene, he just chews it up in the, in, in a great way. And uh, Pycelle's poor uh, prostitute never got paid. Never Aww, got paid, Spencer. Wah, wah. <laughs> Hashtag pair. Um, we got a call in now, right? Let's do, uh, do that there. We'll take a first uh, call here on Watching Thrones today. The season finale. Who are you? Where are you calling from? And how you doing? You recovering? Hey. <laughs> it's Jack. Hey. It's Jack. He demands a trial by combat. I love your shirt. I like that shirt. You. <laughs> you know, uh, I thought that I would. I thought that this shirt was going to be wasted. I just got it, and then Tommen declares no more trial by combat. I'm like, oh. I'm the shirt. Return to sender. <laughs> Jack, you've been with us from the beginning. How are it you was doing, a good man? Episode. I was I was really happy with this episode. The Battle of the Bastards actually wasn't really doing it for me, but this episode uh, delivered on all cylinders. I was really happy with Hell the Hell yeah, brother. Out. Yeah, it felt right. like getting back to how like Game of Thrones was when you first started watching with all mm-hmm. of like the machinations and the planning mm-hmm. and the surprises. Well, things and, happened and great yeah. things happened and and just plot lines paid off consistently throughout the episode, yeah. like just Here's another plot line. We're going to finish it. You know, Arya yeah. and all the great things that happened. It, it was great. I was I was not disappointed. And Tom and man, that that my wife and I were just like, oh. <laughs> Jack, what was your oh, was fa- a- what was your favorite part of the opening sequence? What stuck with you most from those first 20, 25 minutes of the oh, show? It, it was. I think it was Tom and, uh As soon as he took off the crown. Mm-hmm. I, I figured it out immediately. I because and then they stayed on the window, mm-hmm. and I was just like, "There's no reason they're we're still looking out this window right now. He's coming back. He's gonna do it." <laughs> right. And I, I was just and when you think about how like Cersei planned this whole thing, and this was the one thing she wasn't ready for, because I I don't think she knew. Like I I don't mm-hmm. think she planned for him to be dead at the end of that. Sure. Um, 
And then I, I, would you agree, I like what that means. Would you agree, Jack, uh, what Trish was kind of saying here, that maybe didn't plan but resigned part of the prophecy and accepting it so she can kind I of move, think, on, move on and take control herself? I don't think she accepted that it was part of the prophecy until she found out he was dead. Sure. And that's why she's so emotionless when she's looking at his body. Like, I think that's her just, like... She snapped. Yeah, this, this yeah. It's, it's all happened right now. Like, this is it. Like, the moment has come. Like, all my kids are dead. I feel like but if I she had really she cared, it. she would have put, like, a guard on him 24-7. Like, right. mm -hmm. she yeah. wouldn't have left him alone. Mm -hmm. Right. Jack, thanks so much for calling in. I want to get some other calls in. You've been with us uh, the whole way. We appreciate you, your support thanks, and Jack. all your tweets. Thank you, guys. I'm glad, I'm glad you enjoyed that episode. See you hey. in season seven. <laughs> Speaking of uh, his shirt, though, Cersei's definitely bringing back Trial by Combat. Uh -huh. So, <laughs> first rule, <laughs> the game ball's back on... Theoretically. Ah, oh, you're thinking going that way? Next season. Maybe yeah. just they fight? Yeah, Maybe they whatever. Just fight. I'm just saying the potential is back. And <laughs> speaking back. of back, Septa Yanella's back, and not in a good way. That oh. poor woman trapped. That was kind of a. Disturbing Ooh. but satisfying. Disturbing but satisfying. Mm -hmm. and, and, okay, that's a great point. I want to go into that, Michelle, because you mentioned it too, Spencer. Mm -hmm. um, there, there's some brutal stuff going on, but you're right. We're all kind of like, yeah, you go, Cersei. Yeah, <laughs> like, you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look, that's what's so brilliant about Game of Thrones is you have people to root for on all sides. Like we were saying, that's for a lot of us what was missing from the Battle of the Bastards. And here I think yeah. we really felt it. I mean, mm -hmm. when, when Lancel's crawling towards the candle, you're like, don't get there in time. Don't get there in time. Even though right. you're get cheering time, for everybody time. to get murdered. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. You have to, at a certain point, like, kind of stand back and go, what am I cheering for? Yeah. Right. Well, like, that's the thing. I'm a horrible person. Right. You're cheering something kind of brutal with the mountain and the mask coming oh, off was cool. Kind of brutal. Kind of, well, I mean, you, we didn't see it is what I guess I'm trying to yes. say. We just got what's assumed. Um, but when she starts walking out going, shame. shame. That was one of the best like, comedy sketches I've seen in a long time. I know, right? What a callback. Yes. <laughs> it's, like they, it's like they were at conventions over the last year. They're like, yeah, hey, let's do our own shame cosplay. Um, but Cersei also lied. Her face was not the last one. That Unella saw. It was the well, mountain. Well, she's, she's not, not going to die, die for a long, long, long time. That's true. So she That's might come true. back and visit. So, yeah. Yeah. so here's a Just debate walk that was going go on in my house. <laughs> Is the Septa now like the Mrs. Ms. Frankenstein to the mountain? Like it was she huh. like here? You needed a playmate. So it's a, I give oh. you this one. So it's a sweet love story. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, yeah, not maybe. a sweet love story for the Septa by any means, but yeah. maybe for the mountain. Or was it just like a you might like torture? Here's a person. Right. <laughs> does the mountain have any urges left, or is he does he do just do know? what I don't Cersei know. says? I, I think he, I, yeah. Good question. Uh, good question. I don't know. I don't think we need to find. I don't think we need to dive in. That's really the most important thing right now. It's horrifying either way. I think the screams. Say it all. I'm good. So, uh, so much more to talk about here. But as we leave this opening <laughs> sequence, what, uh, like I asked Jack, what were some of the moments specifically that uh, you love the most in this opening sequence? A moment, a moment, a song, or uh, anything that stuck with you, Michelle? Uh, I liked the High Sparrows look at the very last second of "Oh shit!" Ooh, and that's just, excellent. Oof, that was awesome. The, the him going up, yeah, right there. I'm just. Oh crap! Yeah, and just and then him just exploding in wildfire. That was pretty cool. This is a man of calm, cool, collected, quote unquote, Oof. faith, and everything that's been going on. He had his new burlap him. bag just for the occasion. Right. Yeah. He's exactly. he, he upgraded his robes yeah. for nothing. And, and to see that moment of fear, uh, oh. uh, you have lost the game. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Uh, yep. Spencer, you. I guess I just loved, uh, I gotta shout out the director here, um, something, 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 whatever his name uh, is. Uh, Miguel, Miguel uh, yes. This guy's gonna Wow, get, I pulled that out of nowhere. Done. This guy's <laughs> gonna get snatched up to do movies or, or big TV right after this, because mm -hmm. these last two episodes have been the most cinematic that I've seen Game of Thrones. And just the way he paced it and framed shots so that it looked like a movie, mm -hmm. and there was like, mm -hmm. uh, the shots weren't just 
conversation one, conversation two, that the way he would frame things uh, just made it feel even bigger than the story was. Mm-hmm. I agree with that absolutely, Trisha. Uh, for me, in the beginning, it was all the music. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. it, mm-hmm. it was it was yeah. so vastly different from every other episode we've seen that right from the start, from the previously on section, you were mm-hmm. like, oh, this is different. Mm-hmm. What's mm-hmm. happening? Um, and you know how how silent the beginning was, except yeah. for well timed music just coming in. I thought mm-hmm. I thought it was lovely. Oh wait, yeah. I totally forgot my favorite moment. Yeah, the dire wolf in the opening sequence in Winterfell. Oh, oh true. Yeah. <laughs> that was that, that was it. That was it right sweet there. Moment. Yeah, what for me, you? for me, it was the pacing of when we literally get the music. Absolutely, immediately mm-hmm. grabs you. Um, but it's the pacing, and when you kind of, your terror is building. I mean, I my anxiety was up, tension up, mm-hmm. and you're watching this happen, and it's when Lancel is stabbed and crawling, and you're like, oh, and then the vision of Bran's mm-hmm. coming back, and then Pycelle. Not that I was, I just love Pycelle, but I'm not connected to that character. I can see he deserves to go. But the pacing of the beats and how it was all working, and the terror is rising in everyone, and as a viewer, it just sucked me in. I thought that was a beautiful, beautiful cinematic moment. He never moment tried to blow out the candle, I'm realizing. <laughs> oh, I, I feel like you can get some... Was doing I thought he end. was trying that, and Okay. Something. He couldn't quite get that. Yeah. Well, blow, there was more than one candle. If you blow it out the wrong way, mm. yeah, you're just setting it all on fire. What's that? Um, yeah. So, do we have another call at all? We do have another call. Let's take another call right now here on Watching Thrones. Hi, welcome to the show. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Hey! hey. hey. What's up, man? Oh, uh, we called from the hospital. I called you guys like five weeks ago. Absolutely. Hey, welcome yeah. on back, man. Hope you're doing all right. Yeah. Uh, I have surgery this week. Uh, it was scheduled for last week, but I wasn't missing episode 10, so. Yeah. <laughs> nice. I love that. You, sir, are a champion. <laughs> What's on your mind? What about this episode stuck out to you the most? The King of the North. I've been waiting three years mm. uh, for that moment, ever since Rob Stark got killed at the Red Wedding. Uh, overall, the episode was fantastic, I, uh, I think. Well, we are we, um, we are going to talk about the King in the North right mm-hmm. now, so we're going to go into that. So, why don't you lead us in? Uh, what uh, what was your favorite part of this whole sequence? Well, when Lady when Lady Mormon gets up and uh, calls everybody out on their bullshit for not joining up, <laughs> John mm-hmm. and I thought that was a great moment. And again, when he pulled the swords out and he yelled, "The King in the North," it was great, fantastic. Also, Littlefinger in the corner picked off. Like, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Not even that. his own frame. He was like hiding behind someone. Yeah. <laughs> and what, what's your favorite moment of the season so far, or so far of of the, of the season? Oh, man, um, I'm gonna have to say uh, John while getting charged by the cow by the cow by uh, yeah. Uh, Calvary. 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 Yeah. Sorry. That one scene was fantastic, and then the two armies hitting each other was great. Yeah. Um, Wonderful. And Very uh, cool. I, I, uh, thank you guys for the amazing season. You guys kept me entertained the whole way. Thank you. And, uh, we we appreciate you taking the time to watch, and uh, we uh, will hear from you again, and definitely uh, uh, talk to you in season seven. Yeah. Yeah, I can't wait to see you guys in season seven. Thank you. Thanks, awesome. Ricardo. Thanks Thank for calling you. in, Ricardo. All right, guys, the new king of the north. This is a big sequence, and I, mm-hmm. and I, and I don't want to just jump to John being crowned. I think this, mm-hmm. to me, the sequence actually starts with Sam getting his books. Because <laughs> what you're seeing... Once he was happy, please. Well, because what you're seeing is the White Ravens being released, which is actually pretty historic moment within the story, mm-hmm. and going to the Citadel there. Uh, let's start there with Sam. Did anyone get emotional when Sam got his books? I felt good for him. Yeah. You know, that's like a pretty sweet library card. Uh, this is a guy who 
has no place in this entire world except for where he's ended up. Right. So it's kind of a nice, well, uh, although he does have a wife and kids that can't enter. Aside <laughs> from that, uh, I'm really happy for him. Yeah, uh, and to see Old Town here, we're watching the Citadel release the White Ravens, which signifies that winter is here. That's how they do that there. But it's set up like a scrolls before a hose moment. A little bit. Gilly's gonna... just kind of like, um, honey? Yeah. Hi, I, um, he's like, you I'm get it, right? Still, I'm still here. <laughs> I think there's a little bit. All right. right. I think Gilly's all right. She'll come around on that there. She learns learn how to read, right? Yeah, right. right. I just so, felt like she it knows was, S. It was such a beautiful moment <laughs> for him to see because you know for Sam, his whole life he's been told he's not good at anything, he's not yeah. worth anything. Here he is in a place that values exactly what he's good at mm -hmm. and what he does. But wait, and, how did we end up talking about Sam when there's like 1,300 more important things? Well, Come on, Ken. Just start it out. Yeah. Yeah. Sam went to the library. Oh, but but it's, it's an important moment because it is historic after years and years of spring and summer, he gets to witness winter being called and it and uh, and what it also they they tip you off to the Archmaster. Guys, look up Archmaster Marwin. That is a key character, and it's and it is <laughs> slowly tossed at you here. And also, it's kind of cool. We get to see the opening uh, globe right there, yep. yeah. uh, which signifies the Citadel is kind of the center of this world's knowledge and everything there. And it's a, it's a, it's it's Hogwarts, but it's good. Or they yeah. just, maybe they film the opening credits in the Citadel. I think maybe that's what it is. Yeah. So As then, someone who desperately wanted Belle's library from Beauty and the Beast, this, yeah. was, this was like porn to <laughs> me. This was awesome. Great moment for Sam. But that sends us up, so we know winter's coming. The Ravens going, and now we are to the north. What does that mean for Winterfell that winter's there? It's already cold. It's kind of always already cold yeah, there. What but is the deal? Is I think snow. I think they get the one sadness? up on everyone. Yeah. Okay. Here. I know we're going to touch on it later, but that was one of my favorite I, moments of, yeah. you know, well, father always promised. Well, winter's and, here. It's, and it's a great foreshadowing to so great. Ned promising things. Ned makes those big promises. Oh, I didn't even, mm -hmm. oh, yeah. I didn't even catch that. So for that Ooh. moment there. So first, we got John, Davos, and Melisandre. Uh, this little kind of subplot there. Ooh, a lot of people yeah. predicting that maybe Melisandre was going to go in this episode in terms of death, but nope, she's just got to try. Travel south. Mm -hmm. uh, what do we think about that moment? There will affect John later on and his rule, or who he is as a ruler. Are you happy with what John did, or did you want to see her killed, Trisha? I think you know she's coming back mm. uh, because she wasn't killed, so she's going to play in at some point later. And I feel like maybe that's why John did it. You know, there was a moment here where he looks at her that I thought he's going to be like, you know what, okay. And just right. let it slide. Um, and I'm so glad that he didn't just let it slide. Right. Totally. I thought it was a really cool mirror for um, how Danny had to treat Jorah. Right. Uh, and, like, you know, she ended up asking Tyrion's advice, and that was basically Tyrion's advice. Like, you know, don't punish the ones that love you, but, you know, you can't have them by your side. Right. And I felt like that, the fact that John made that decision kind of on his own is, is a really cool thing. And it's like, it's a good sign for him as a leader and a ruler. I agree. I guess Absolute. This is a scene that worked for me based on like the performances from the actors. A great job by him. Um, but yeah. it kind of doesn't hold up if you really think about it. Um, yeah. What did he think happened to Shireen? That's been the running exactly. joke. It's like no one at that camp said, hey, did you hear this? Yeah, this was nuts. Well, he would have thought that she was killed in the war, I'm sure. Mm. But being killed in the war as something that's inevitable versus her parents and the whole place watching her burn at the stake is a very different thing. Right. It's just weird that no one would have mentioned that to him. Yeah, right. Well, you know? I feel like all the people that watched it probably died in that battle. Could have been. She so. got 
out early. Everyone mm. else was there and probably died in that battle, so there wouldn't have been anyone to mm. tell him. Fair well, the point. fact that Fair he point. didn't even ask Melisandre, and I know yeah. he started to, like, yeah. in a second, Brienne kind mm. of cock that, but still, like, <laughs> I mean, you'd think it would have come up in conversation. Yes, I, I, I don't know. You I gotta agree. destroy the evidence when you burn little girls. That's oh. yeah. a bonus yeah. what we learned. That's a bonus what we learned. <laughs> That's some good crafting so now, material he was using. Yeah. We, it is durable. We get this scene here that yeah, you mentioned, right? Michelle, John, and, and Sansa, winter's coming, and a funny moment. I mean, I like that. It was a touching moment, but the undertones of, hey, what Ned promised. But uh, in that scene, too, they kind of come to a peaceful resolution, question mark? We guys happy with this? Because a lot of things after the Battle of Bastards was, why did Sansa not tell him? And John seemed to kind of stumble in the battle. Was this was this good enough for you, Spencer? Was this a resolution? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Again, this is kind of tricky to me because I was wondering why they picked John over Sansa. Uh, as their leader, right? Why is it not the Queen of the North? Is it is this a is this just the North is goes through the male line, but she's right. a Stark and he's not. So why does he get that title? Fair point. I think that's where Baelish is going to be digging in to Sansa mm-hmm. with that. We're, we're, no, I had the same reaction. Yeah. It was like, how exactly was this line of succession determined? You know, mm-hmm. like okay, he was on the battlefield, and that's all that matters to the people in the North. Right. I mean, I can kind of see that. That they're following strength, and you know, they oh, very Dothraki in a way. Yeah, yeah. they yeah. see like the battle, the battle readiness of John versus Sansa. But yeah, honestly, I mean, if you know, there's one ruler in the north whose name is Stark. His name's not Stark. Yeah, right. You've got I mean, one right yeah. there. Yeah, I get well, it if you're the only right one there. left. Mm-hmm. I feel I don't like think she cares. I feel I like it was a natural her. progression of half of the people in that room deciding who's king in the north had been following John for maybe years, months, maybe years sure. from the wall all the way down through. So John is their commander. Um, for them to switch at this point and say, no, Sansa's our new commander probably would have been weird. I agree with you that it's weird that some of the northern houses immediately went John and not Sansa, but I feel like if they were like, mm-hmm. well, 50% is already following John, let's have the other 50% go right. along with it. Right, right there. Uh, yeah, it, uh, and I think going jumping to the end of the sequence with Baelish, and we can talk about J- Baelish's plan now. Um, <laughs> Baelish. Uh, reaffirming what we know. He's still kind of in control. Maybe not as, I don't think he's as in control as oh, he used to be. he's so mad. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's not necessarily what we know, because to me, the news that he's going for the throne was news to me. Uh, I, yeah, we were saying that, oh, I he's going to be a power player. He wants to run the show behind the scenes. Sure. But he's got this uh, lovely uh, vision board where he's on the Iron Throne and Sansa's <laughs> at his side. secret-like. <laughs> you know, visualize it. Maybe it'll happen. So... Yeah, okay, so so that is kind of, this is maybe a confirmation of his endgame, yeah. I think, was revealed, which is he wants to be king, which is crazy, but, <laughs> you, but good for you him. You can he, be my queen. He unsecreted his Pinterest board, like, yes. you know, right. just made it public, <laughs> threw it all out yep. there. That's, I would have thought his end goal would have been maybe Lord of Winterfell. Mm, well, okay. something like that. Mm-hmm. And especially now that Cersei's back in power, you gotta ask, like, she hasn't forgotten she wants Sansa's head on a spike, which he right. kind of promised to her. So what exactly does he think is gonna happen? Like, he's gotta have a plan to get rid of Cersei somehow. Right. Because otherwise, yeah. And the North is dead. now back in open rebellion, I assume. If you yeah. have a king in the North, that's not the king in King's Landing, so... That was a crazy political decision to make just, you know, over drinks. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah. talk and again, out. speaks to Baelish's endgame and all these great questions. And it's like he still has power. I think we kind of overlooked him. And he had one or two scenes this year. Um, but even then with what he did early on with Robin and, and Waymer Royce and getting mm-hmm. the Knights of the Vale, he's still a power player. Mm-hmm. He's still there. But hey, Spencer, I mean, when Liana Mormont starts talking, like, you just oh, yeah. agree to whatever she yeah. says. She's <laughs> great. Our, our, uh, on Twitter, uh, using hashtag Washington Thrones, as you all can do out there. Raul Rodriguez Vader says, can we have a Lady Mormont spinoff? Yes, yes. please. Yes. Call Lil Mormont. 
I'm thinking like a Hannah Montana thing. <laughs> she's like this by day and a pop star she by night. She just calls those guys out. Calls out your boy manually. You refuse the call. Uh, yeah, but someone did get eaten in a pie, so I'm I'm satisfied. You're happy about that. Yeah, yeah. we will come to that. I, now, guys, let's get to Tower of Joy, and we can come back to the crowning, because I think it goes hand in hand this here. This is one where I was totally wrong. I did. Totally wrong? I, I was pretty sure they were not going to further this storyline until next season. Okay. Mm. okay. I was so glad. Mm-hmm. I was, was nice. so happy from the very beginning when they showed the previously on and they were showing yeah. snippets of it, I was like, oh, we're going to get an answer! Oh, my God, freaking out! Tower Joy? And yeah. freaking out. Like, I mean, people people who read the books have been waiting for this for, like, God, so what, over a decade Well, now? if you even go back to the first book, 20, 20 years. years 20, well, and I, know, I don't know, I, at least I didn't call it from the first no, book. No, I don't know no, about no. you guys, but, like, we've all been entertaining this theory for so long. I've been wearing this shirt for so long. <laughs> for 20 to years. To, to, yeah. <laughs> to have it confirmed was just epic. Well, they gave us two plus two, and it's up to us to say yeah, it's sure. four. Chicken, they, sure. For people yeah. who d- didn't read the books, maybe they're like, oh, well, they know half the story. Well, they did the okay, previously on of like you know they mm-hmm. they redid Sansa's scene in the crypts of like ah right. Lyanna my aunt and Rhaegar kidnapped her and well, raped her. But and- we're going into that right now, and I pulled these scenes. And JT, let's go through it here. We can talk over here, but we were going back to season one. The reason I'm doing this, I was talking to some people after the show uh, on, on Twitter and text who were like, "Now run through it again because they they're not book readers, and mm-hmm. it is subtle. The, there's a whisper from Lyanna. You and hear they the promise me during the name. Yeah. I was so mad. <laughs> has anyone, like, you guys, has anyone on Reddit slowed it down and figured out exactly <laughs> what? Something she says, yeah. She says his name is they muffle it. Yeah. Father would be upset. So JT play this is from season one, uh oh, episode one. Back. We've oh. got Robert Baratheon in the crypts, and he's putting this feather down, which uh, we'll see later on. Um talking about it here. So Robert Baratheon was promised to Liana. Liana yes. was actually yes. supposed to marry Robert. And I in, in theory she like didn't really want to. Right. So he she goes through Somewhere with the sun and the clouds above her. She was my sister. This is where she belongs. She belonged with me. So there's Robert proclaiming his love. And and Ned Stark in the back. Remember when when Game of Thrones had adult men characters? (laughs) (laughs) But it's it's key. JT, bring it back to that moment. I want to see what... Targaryens are gone. The sun and the clouds above her. It's very... It's Sean Bean early on. They knew. I'd, I'd heard some stuff where he knew. She belonged with me. As an actor, he bows his head. He's keeping this oh. secret. Oh yeah, that, look at that flinch. So and he can't. Oh, Robert's not believing. He never accepted that his love ran off with another man, and so this right. story Don't pops up about uh, kidnapping and rape, and, okay, and, 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 and it starts a war. Mm-hmm. Starts mm-hmm. a war. So then the next scene here, which factors into from oh, season one, episode two, King's Road. Wow, we're Sherlocking it. Piecing it together. The Starks have manned the wall for thousands of years. Hey, there's Benjamin. Oh. And you are a Stark. You might not have my name, but you have my blood. Sure. That's true. 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 Very Technically true. true. We are do- definitely going set. full murder. <laughs> We're going full murder, she wrote on this. <laughs> oh, look at baby kid. Does she know about me, where I am, where I'm going? Does she care? Open from the start. The next time we see each other, we'll talk about your mother. And uh, in reading some of the notes, they had told, again, like I said, in that particular moment, they told Sean Bean, here's what you're hiding. Mm. That's good, at least. Um, 
so there's that. And then the final scene we can talk over here, JT, we won't totally, uh, but this is going back to last season, season five, episode four. There's Sansa. Ooh, hey, there's a feather. Who put that feather there? Ah, oh, I King like that Robert moment. Baratheon. Uh, and here is she's reciting, much like Bran was, just knew this story of how his father had defeated the the, the Morning Star, Sir 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 Dane there, um, and accepted that as the truth, and got to see that myth kind of blown apart. She's been raised her whole life that her aunt was kidnapped and raped by the evil Rhaegar Targaryen, and Baelish is hiding because he knows. Yeah. And he tells the story of the tournament at Harrenhal. The lady went uh, held, and for those who don't know, uh, you know we talked about it before. But Rhaegar wins the terror. Uh, he's talking about it. Everyone was there. The Mad King, your father, Robert Baratheon, and Lyanna. She was already promised to Robert. And you can imagine what it was like for me—a boy from nowhere, with nothing to his name, watching these legendary men. Tilting at the lists. The last two writers were Barristan Salmi and Rhaegar Targaryen. When Rhaegar won, everyone cheered for their prince. Remember the guys laughing when he took off his helmet and they saw that silver hair, how handsome he was. Until he rode right past his wife, and the Martell, and all the smiles died. I've never seen so many people so quiet. He rode past his wife, and he lay a crown of winter roses in Lyanna's lap, blue as frost. It's a great moment. And what that signifies is what what a center of my shirt is the winter roses. People always ask me what it means. So it's Rhaegar, who used to play the harp in the city, and the winter roses equals equals Jon Snow. Is of course the theory that we now can accept as true. So that is the moment. And I got some people texting me last night, like I don't remember, like how does it all piece mm-hmm. up? Because we don't know that it's Rhaegar. They don't say it. there's a whisper. That is when you piece it all together. That's just the surface of the theory. But that's how they laid it out all the way back in episode one. Yeah, they did. Off the show. Um, Do you think she named him John? Does he have a different first name, too? I think he has a different name. I think like that's why different? they did that whisper when she was like, his name is... Yeah. Yes. Oh, you think? Because John Targaryen, that's, that's all right. That's yeah. I'm like, what's his real name? Yeah. Oh, we get like oh, a Ru- oh. Rupert or Rumpus or... or uh, <laughs> Rumpelstiltskin. Definitely Rumpelstiltskin. Yeah, Rumpelstiltskin sure. Targaryen. <laughs> oh, my God, that'd be amazing. <laughs> yeah, what's his real so, name, though? That's a fascinating. Yeah, that's, that's, a, a, that's a good theory. Yeah. I like that. But it has a different name. Yeah, Rumpelstiltskin Targaryen. Yes. I just feel like... Why would they have hit it right Rents there? Rents Priebus Targaryen. Right, no. when she's like, his name is... <laughs> yeah. And by the way, so Lord of the Rings, like because it was another, like, another moment of where I thought the episode was over. Like, I thought, like, you could have ended it right there. Oh, yeah, there was a little yes. bit of just that cut King. to, well, I mean, but, but cut unlike to Lord of the Rings, it's not insufferable. No. Well. Hey, hey, there's whoa. no eagles. The endings. Hey. The whoa. endings. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Multiple endings. Yeah. That's <laughs> a different show. Other show. <laughs> Movie fights with the battle over that. Um, don't go up with me against so uh, Lord of the Rings. That, that flashback, the Tower of Joy, we finally see it, leads to the little baby that somehow has Jon Snow's brown eyes and uh, merges into Jon finally getting crowned. Leanna Mormont calls everyone out, but that causes everyone to... Bow for the but king of the north. Purple eyes and silver hair, that's got to be recessive. That, that yeah. can't, you, you, need, would you need siblings for that yeah. to happen. Right. Well, right. didn't they say right. that the Targaryens always interbred? Yeah. They did. Yeah. Not yeah. every Targaryen has uh, the silver hair and the cool purple ones eyes. Do, yeah. Most, yeah, most of them do. <laughs> so, um, what do we think about the crowning scene? Obviously, a callback to uh, Rob being crowned king of the north. Um, pretty on There might have been some tears shed in my house. 
Maybe when Davos stood up and I, I got a little, got a little emotional, guys, got a little emotional in the scene. John kind of taking his place here. Um, but what's the subtext going on? Let's read into what Baelish and Sansa got going on right here, right now. It's not just Baelish being mad. Stairs. Um, yeah. What, what do you think? I think it's Baelish. There's a moment where Sansa looks over, and the initial reaction is, oh, she knows Baelish is pissed, which is probably true. But I think he's looking at her going, is this what you want? Giving it up to this motherless kid from the South, as he said earlier, the bastard, uh, bastard from the South? Yeah, but she referred to him as her brother. I felt like she was kind of Team John in this episode. Totally so. agree, oh, of course. But you know how Baelish works. How, he, how he gets his he gets little fingers over uh, what he wants. I saw Baelish's look as 100% being scheming of, right. I'm not happy, so his and now worked. I've got a new plan. Yeah. yeah. That's what I was reading out of that. Next chapter. And Next I, feel, I feel like Sansa, man, whoo, when she went against him that blatantly, that was brazen. Right. I don't know if she's underestimating. Well, her. that's what I tell you. That gives this peace question mark between them. It's like, is they are they really? Is this done? And that's what I wonder. Not that Sansa's going to go heel here and, and turn, but uh, it could happen. Baelish, Baelish could uh, could work his magic. He's already been starting. I just, I mean, if I'm Sansa, there's no way you take his offer as you know as just what it is. It'd be like, yeah, right. I remember the last woman you made that offer to, and she sort of fell out of the door. door. So, Fact. how will Jon's lineage uh, affect this position and his claim? How do you think this factors in? And and does the word get out? Because right now it's just Bran. So unless he's whispering yeah. in trees from the north, behind that, as we know now know, magic wall, by the way, cold hands yep. revealed that, hey, we know it's magic. Um, does this, how does this affect it at all, Spencer? Uh, I was just, I was, I can't get my head around um, the scheming and the back and forth. I was just thinking about the political situation this creates by proclaiming king in the north. Again, it seemed like such a huge jump forward mm -hmm. in, in things that should probably take some time and some discussion that now not only did they proclaim John King, but they proclaimed the North independent again. Right. They've just, they just started another civil war after just ending it. So uh, that's where my head was going during this scene. Okay. Mm -hmm. And Littlefinger, I think, of course, he's going to play both sides and see who wins. Sure. And he's in that position because he still runs the Vale, which yeah. is a very protected spot. And he could, his support could swing anything either way. He could hold up there could, for a while. Yeah, he could hold up there. He could take withdraw his troops. Um, I was going to say, he's really the only one with an army. Yeah. I mean, you have yeah. all those other houses, but I don't think they have more soldiers than the Vale after they right. Got decimated at the battle. Mm -hmm. Right, so. they're not much. So I don't think that things are going according to Peter's plan, but he, mm. uh, I don't think he has a plan right now because the unexpected just happened. Right. And it's a good thing that they are now in open rebellion. Good thing to point out. They yeah. are now in open rebellion uh, if everything's as yeah, normal. Yeah, you would have thought that cheer would have been Lord of Winterfell! Lord yeah. of Winterfell! <laughs> We're glad you're alive! Because yeah. <laughs> like, now as a king, he can just be like, oh yeah, and by the way, I'm a Stark now. I can do that because yeah. I'm the king. Right. Yeah, okay. because can, the animal Can you just do that? I mean, the Boltons did it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. sure. Yeah, you're right, you're I'm right. The, I'm the ranking member. Either that or turn to Sansa and be like, yeah, Stark, Stark, right here. So cool. someone else has to legitimize you as yeah, a bastard. The, you can't self-legitimize. Mm. It's yeah. good to be the king. Hey, we'll mm. find out. Maybe good. Sansa can adopt him. So <laughs> other stuff to we'll, we'll stop a little bit in door and quick scene, fun scene. I liked. I liked. Uh, Lady, Very meta. Lady Elena. <laughs> what is your name? Barbaro? Yeah. She was just calling out, echoing everyone else's feelings about the sand snakes. Like, <laughs> shut you? up. We don't look, care. Yeah. No one cares what you have to say. Let the grown woman speak. It was perfect. Um, 
<laughs> such a good, uh, the only the way to gardens. use them well now is punching bags for yeah, old ladies. Absolutely. So we kind of had talked about on the show about Varys going over to Dorne to figure that might be what's going on here. Uh, as we're forming up teams, Dorne, Tyrells, Martells. Martells. Glad they're on the same side because I was confusing. Yeah. Yeah, right? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Martell, Tyrell. And then we got uh, teaming up and now Dar- Targaryens. Uh, Targaryens and half the mm-hmm. Greyjoys here. Uh, interesting team. And how does Danny getting together with all these houses affect her plan to break the wheel? How is she going to do that? Is it now out of niceness or is it still someday going to be out of force? Michelle, you're, I, you're I, thinking. I I'm thinking because I can't get past Varys borrowing Peter's jetpack on this. So like, <laughs> Absolutely. Damn, yeah. he jumped continents really yes, quickly. Yes, he did. A lot of back. questions. We like, don't know how much time has passed. No, I mean, but like, but yes. in one episode, <laughs> he goes to Dorne and then back, and he's on a ship. Yeah. Like, I, that, yeah. that's a lot happening. I, I got the final shot. They needed Danny and her team to no, be. No, no, totally. But, but I, I even I then, I was like, it, it could have been on the docks like, going high. Wow, that was yep. quick. I get that there. The timing is always, it always is a little bit jarring. Trisha, what do you think here about Danny and her team? Uh, I th- well, I think Varys being uh, on this ship was showing that Dorne is officially with her. Mm-hmm. And there were Dorne's um, ships in that yeah. fleet. Yeah, well, right? that fleet was mm-hmm. definitely bigger than what Multi- we've seen multinational her as so force far. There. So yeah. she's got the master, or the, yeah, she's got mm-hmm. the master's ships, she's got the Greyjoy ships, now it's like she's got the Dornish fleet. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's like so the Major League Baseball All-Star game when they're introducing at the beginning. She's doing awesome great, and I forget uh, who had called in on this show and predicted that this would be the final shot. I was thinking that last night, I was like, way to go, because not only was this the final shot, sailing. this yeah. was an epic final shot. I, I enjoyed mm. so much seeing those Targaryen sails go up on the ships. Yes. Like, mm-hmm. everything about it was so gosh darn exciting. And I think the fact that she's got all these different houses behind her um, puts her in a little bit better of a position. We talked about before where she was like, oh, I'm going over to rule a land that I know nothing about these people and I'm right. just going to expect them to accept me. That's not the case now. Mm. Excellent point. It's and another, great. like, it's her great journey. ending moment for the show, too, where I was like, ah, okay, I'd be, so, I'd be fine if they just ended it right here. It just needed some joy. <laughs> Right. Anyways, oh, um, let's go back up to what happened to him. But wait, can we He's talk about the, the, the hand of the queen pen? Uh, I, I do want to come back to that. Oh, there. is that later? Uh, okay. I want to come back I, to that. I, uh, I want to go Aww. to Jamie Frey's Arya returns, and we finally get Spencer's beloved baked free pie. Baked free free pie. Um, first things about Jamie here. Uh, this to me was a little bit of a journey for Jamie coming back and reclaiming some of the the, the character that he had, had lost. It's him sitting with Walder, going, "I'm uh, I'm better than these people. Uh, you know, I'm not I'm not I'm not this guy. This oh, this fake guy." That moment when Walder says, "Oh, we're the two Kingslayers." Jamie's face. Yeah, I never saw them like together like how that. How dare it was, you? It was a good idea. To, to put them together because I never really thought of them in the same category. Right. But they're so similar. Yeah, uh, or the way they're viewed is so viewed similar. Is so similar. Yeah. And that's a, that's where we go here, where Jamie's like, oh, no, no. Yeah. No, I'm way better looking. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't want to be on this team. Yeah, don't you see all the chicks that are flocking around me? Right. Like, yeah, that, that makes it different. And if, if Bronn's going to have one scene in this episode, that's a great, <laughs> funny, funny little scene. You don't have to call me sir just because I'm a knight. Uh, so I think this was a key moment because we see it play out later on, which we'll talk about here in a moment about Jamie here. Um, and and Walder, we all wanted this. We all wanted some come up, comeuppance for this guy. We've been waiting. Yeah. But I was shocked beyond belief that the comeuppance came 
from Arya Stark. Yes, who also cool. has the teleportation ability. Yes, exactly. Uh, as do we had uh, yeah. to Timelines. Uh, Timelines, who knows if they're all happening at the same <laughs> simultaneously. Someone's, uh, the guys over at Odd Shape Bandle uh, tweeted out the uh, little wibbly wobbly timey timey wimey yeah. uh, going on there. The book's told out of sequence, so it's the show. Four or five run congruently. Um, so uh, I, wa- I do want to talk about th- this return. I, I was surprised. Yes. Yeah. I mean, we can talk. Face. She got a face. She's, she's got a she face. Took a face. Pretty off. face. Uh, yeah. That's a face-off reference. But the um, does she keep that in her bag? Like, yeah, is that she's able to? Like, and how many does she have? That, that yeah. poor woman. Uh, did she stuff her bag full, or did she kill someone and take her face? I don't know. Oh, she might have. We don't know. We don't know. I think she left. Jack she has the Mary Poppins bag. It's just like faces. Yeah, she can. But Spencer, I want to. I want to concede the floor to you here. We finally. It wasn't the way. We can talk about it now. Because talk about the show's it. gone over these events, but the whole North remembers Manderley plot, and yes. help me out if I get this wrong. Uh, but it was a, uh, it was showing that there was more complicated the loyalty to uh, the Boltons uh, and the Freys once they had taken over the North. There were still houses that still believed in the Starks and were biding right. their time until they could return. Foremost of which was Lord Manderley, who uh, was feasting the Freys at his uh, uh, little place. What, where are they called? White, White Harbor. Harbor. White, White Harbor. Harbor. Yeah, and uh, and it is heavily implied in the books that he has cooked and fed uh, Frey his sons in a pie. And I like the move to simplify it and make that Arya who did the deed. Yeah. But it was such an awesome the North still remembers moment. Uh, that the show reappropriated yeah. in a pretty cool way. And uh, on Twitter, uh, Stephanie Garcia at Selena Kyle121 says, Everything with Arya finally paid off. She's been my favorite since the beginning. So we've we've had some issues with the Arya Stark yes. storyline here, but so what do you guys feel about that? <laughs> Again, cheer, keep in mind, we're cheering for a 10-year-old slicing someone's throat. <laughs> yeah, but Absolutely. he deserves but it was awesome. to go. No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. totally happy with it. Yay, violence. I'm, does, I'm totally aboard. <laughs> I just think it's funny. How does this do to our, maybe, malaise to the storyline so far? Is it that, all right, she went off to college and she learned some cool tricks? Is that how we view this? I guess. Yeah. Kind of. Um, this doesn't redeem the storyline for me. All okay. the time we spent in Bravo stick fighting and, and repeating that over and over <laughs> again, and then the chase, and I don't want to relive that. Uh, I'm glad where we are now. I'm yes. glad we've ended up in a good place. Right. She's got Cersei on her list. She's got the Red Woman on her list. Uh, all these people that she can be going after that might be a little more challenging than a hated Walder Frey, but uh, yeah, this was cool. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. make up for what happened. Yeah. I get it. No. And she's kind of now, as the internet's been saying, the Batman of Westeros there. <laughs> Trisha, yes. you, you're excited, uh, though? Does this I, work I'm at all? I'm excited, and I, I do agree with Spencer. I don't think this explains away why the Waif was such a poor assassin and why Arya was not carrying Needle when she knew people were looking for her. And, you know, all of these things that we had kind of critiqued before, it doesn't explain them away, but it certainly does feel like much more of a payoff than we had thought we were getting right. with mm-hmm. the Arya storyline. And for right. me... That made it worth it. I was like, if she's going to become like the most badass assassin Westeros has ever seen, I'm okay with that. But character-wise, she's exactly the same as when she was going around with the Hound killing people right, and saying, hey, I'm Arya Stark, skills. look at me. And that might have been some of the problem with the story, right? That's what we're saying. It's like, yeah. what did she learn? She's learned some new skills, yeah. and it took a while mm-hmm. to get there. I get that there. But... An awesome moment. We all can agree there. So from there, we're going to go watch Cersei get crowned, or as uh, D.B. Weiss says, Cersei. uh, It bugs me every time. (laughs) I mean, I guess they have the right, but I'm like... Benioff and Weiss watch the show, because they were saying some names a lot differently on the extras last night. We all do it. It's like George Lucas saying Han, Han, and And their their laser swords. Laser swords. (laughs) (laughs) Tommen? He says Tommen, and you're like, no. It's all that kind of stuff. Cersei is crowned. She gets kind of 
of what she wants. I mean, she wanted something. She was felt she was a ruler all along. Another, uh, what I thought, an excellent, uh, beautiful, uh, poetic scene. Um, one of the first questions I have, though, is, guys, what, what is she the ruler of right now? A, def- a broken king's Not landing. Not much, yeah. Her, her army is really with her brother, which, as we see, Jamie comes back just in the nick of time um, to see her crowned, and he very clearly is watching her become the Mad Queen, the very type of king that he had killed before. So, what does she have? They're kind of provincial now. I mean, they have like the the Mid Atlantic Division of Westeros. <laughs> They've got like King's Landing and the Reach, I guess, right. and. I mean, they don't have the Iron Islands. They don't, they don't have, have the, they don't they don't have the, don't have the North. Now because the no, reach is Tyrells. Yeah. Okay, well, there you go. Uh, the Stormlands, or whatever the one is to the east. And so they really don't have much. She's kind of isolated herself. She's got she's got the City Watch yeah. and the Lannister Army, and she's got the power of the throne. The Great phrase? shot. What's left of the phrase? What's left of the yeah. phrase. Great shots here. I mean, go back to season one with these two and their weird passion love affair. Uh, again, sometimes you root for the weirdest things on the show. Mm. This was so unsettling. Yeah. Uh, like, unsettling is a good way. And Jamie, oh. Jamie, I don't think any of us are saying differently, but Jamie's definitely not on her side here, no, right, Michelle? No, I don't think so at all. I was actually amazed the small folk weren't just in open revolt. Right. I mean, they were just like, dude, you just killed like a third of us. Yeah. Right. What are we even doing here? And they hated her before. Yeah. Right. right. And you're like, and now it's just you? I'm not right. cool with this. Yeah, an unstable leader at this point in mm-hmm. time. And Tommen took a dive. Is this the right law of succession? It goes to the mom? Is yeah, there anyone there, else left? Yeah. All season long, and I, someone can tweeted it, but there's been uh, mm-hmm. articles and thing pieces and blogs about this. Um, that, yes, that if, if all these certain people died, uh, it will end up with, with Cersei. And hmm. so this. This was, uh, I guess it's legit. It counts. They put the crown on her. Sure. <laughs> it's very, uh, what is what is that situation where uh, during like the State of the Union address, the one guy has to go into the room in yeah, case exactly. like a bomb goes <laughs> yeah. off and yeah. he's going to be the it's next like president? If you, if you mm-hmm. work it down, my local city councilman from 12th District could be exactly. the president. If, if <laughs> exactly. It's like Battlestar Galactica. Uh, you know, <laughs> Laura teacher. Roslin. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Secretary She's of Education. Um Let's go to uh, wrap the, up the story. We'll want, want start looking ahead to season seven and looking back. And we got a special guest here getting ready here soon. Uh, Danny makes her move. And one of my favorite scenes of all time dumps Dario. Yes. <laughs> Take him. Hi, punk. Uh, <laughs> me and Jorah at the really? pharmacy of love. Oh, you loved it because you loved like Jorah. Yeah, right? I just, did, did. I never liked this Dario. No, I, I miss Blonde. I agree. I, I miss, miss Blonde Dario. Blonde Dario, yeah. I, I would have been sad about this. In this one, I'm like, say, eh, sure. Dario mm-hmm. takes it well. He's, no, he, he didn't take it too well. well. He, he was well. a little bit butthurt about but, this yeah. whole situation. He's not he's not sending her obsessive text messages at 2 in the morning, I get the sense. he's He he took it took it on the chin. He's going to be all right. I think he will. I think there's going to be some like drunk right. 2 a.m. text you, take me back. <laughs> drunk Raven, yeah. <laughs> oh, dragon. Stumbling in. Um, but in a great scene, and Tyrion did not have a great season, I think we all can agree. Underused just because of the plot and yeah, where it was going. A lot of jokes. A lot of yeah. cock jokes. A lot of, yeah. a lot of yeah. jokes, a lot of weird scenes. Uh, she names him the, the Hand of the Queen. Mm. Um, and in, in a very emotional scene, Michelle, you're reacting strong to mm-hmm. this one. I liked this a lot. I just, I think that Tyrion has something to believe in now, and that's all he's wanted, and just. Just the fact that she returns that faith to him mm-hmm. and is in a way that I don't think anyone ever has. Right. Uh, it's just so great. And just, right. you know, he's a proper hand of the queen. You know, oh, it's just so good. I, I love that I, they I, filmed it with him, with on, him the on the same so level. They were equals. Yep. Like, everything about it was so well done. Can just can this director just direct everything from yes, here until the end of time? I'm nervous breakdown by doing it. So great. Good. Yeah, like you said, Michelle, you know, someone finally believes in Tyrion for what... 
he's capable of what yes. he can do and what he wants. Ugh, he says right. he doesn't have a sword, doesn't even own a sword. And she, I don't buy uh, that. She, uh, Someone's given him one. He's got, he's got Daenerys went over to Hot Topic and bought a uh, Hand of the King uh, replica. <laughs> replica. I may I have a couple in, in my house in the crate. I, 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 have yes. a I have a couple as well. I have a few. I have the Vala Margulis <laughs> coin. That's my like, nice. prized oh, possession. Right. You're yeah. trying to use that at a 7-Eleven or something oh, yeah, like that? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, great touching moment, but now Daenerys, as we were talking earlier, she has her ships, she has the Greyjoys, she has the Martells, she has the Tyrells, she has a mission. Um, how? Let's start looking ahead now. Uh, we, JT, feel free to play the final shots again as we talk, because they're so epic and beautiful. Um, uh, Euron's still coming. Yeah. Are they going to meet in the middle of the ocean? That'll be cool. Good I want fight. a battle on the high seas. Yeah. Sure, why not? I yeah, mean, probably, because she's kind of overpowered right now. Yeah. Uh, they need to maybe thin the ranks to make it interesting when she yeah. lands in Westeros. Uh, so I can see her running into yarn. I can also see, you know, the wind dying down, and season seven is just them, you know, kind of... <laughs> With some seasick to cracking. Yeah, like, battling scurvy, <laughs> trying to find some limes. Uh, the horses are getting angry. Like, I can see them stretching this out, too. It, it wouldn't be Danny without that. Absolutely. Going one of the ships is lost. Yeah. They're getting ways out, not going there. <laughs> it's like the Oregon Trail, one dies of dysentery, yeah. you know, whatever. So looking ahead to season seven, great way to end the season. Great, great stuff. Uh, most seasons seem to end on either White Walkers or, or, or Danny. And no Night's Guy. I was a little surprised no Night King in this. Mm -hmm. yeah. I was too. I will say the thing with Bran and Benjen, and I'm not, I don't think we've, we, we did go over that. So, mm -hmm. like, you, you know, all that bit about the wall being magic, you would think he would have mentioned, oh, hey, and by the way, that mark, yeah, you can't go beyond the wall. If that was right. an actual thing, right. if that was enough to like bring mm. the wall down and break magic and everything, like mm -hmm. you'd think he would have mentioned it. Yeah. So I assume it's okay if he passes beneath the wall. You're talking about Bran going through? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, Benjen, we know Benjen, Benjen can't. Can. Yeah. But like if, if the mark on Bran's arm is enough to actually bring the wall down and Benjen didn't mention didn't, that. Yeah. yeah he, proving he's related to Sansa. He's, he's just, little, you know, little little information. <laughs> Looking ahead to season seven, we don't, we'll do a whole preview uh, later on next year, of course. But we got. Possibly the War of the Queens. Mm -hmm. We got a lot of uh, females in power. So much girl power in this which, now which in Westeros. Is, I think it is some of George R. R. Martin's stuff is 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 it's about w women overcoming some of the tough stuff in, in this society, and I think that's a clear thing. And it falls into Tyrion and Jon and the bastards and the broken uh, people and all those kind of things. Um, but here at this is we got the queens in power. We got a potential war for, war of the queens. Yeah, a lot of them. Dude, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to count, I was trying to count them in my head. Sorry, it's like four? So we have the Sand Snakes. Uh, Sand that's Snakes. one. Uh, Daenerys. Oleana, is she a queen? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Daenerys, uh, Sansa, and mm. Cersei. That's at least yeah. four queens. It's enough. It's yeah. enough to count yeah. for a big battle. Um, and next season, what do you guys think about this here? Uh, next season, we got seven episodes, The War of Westeros. Season six, season seven. Season eight, six episodes, The War for All of It with the Night King coming down. Do you think that plays out like that? No? I'm not sure when the wall's going to come down because once that happens, like, you got to go. You know, that, <laughs> right. that, that's a whole other time. battle. You know, that, well, that that's could be just a season or an episode. The end time. Exactly. Yeah. I'm not sure what they're going to plan on for the timing of it. I'm right. interested to see how things will play out with John um, because will he join up with Danny? Will he have to fight against Danny? I'm interested right. to see how all of that plays out. And I think it'll probably be a little bit more 
intermingled for the mm -hmm. war for Westeros than just here's the war for Westeros, here's the war for the North. I think right. they'll blend a little in that. Yeah, especially if he's conflict. like, oh, hey, you're my aunt. Yeah, <laughs> will he know by then? We and don't she's know. like, good, let's get married. Because yeah. that's what we do How here. How is he going to find out is what I'm curious yeah. about. Uh, that's what I want to know. Bran, I take yeah. it as Bran knows. It's one thing for Bran to know, but I yeah. guess Bran's just going to meet up and be like, hey, by the way, I got a cool story for you, bro. <laughs> there's the other, the other guy that was there that everyone forgets about is uh, Helen Reed. Helen Reed. Still lurking around the swamp Some people still believe he's a high sparrow, then he's gone. But I, I don't think it's a high <laughs> sparrow. I think Alan Reed, Alan Reed can come back. Um, we're going to go look. JT, let's go to the odds. This We missed it last week, but let's go to the odds as we wrap up. This is for your bets going into next year. We have mm. got our lock of the week, Danny, mm. one to one. This, this yeah. She's in control. She's in power. What do you guys think of her chances of coming out on top at the end of it all? Real good. Pretty good. Yeah. yeah. She's got it all. She's got plot armor. She's got an army. Um, she's very popular. Got dragons. Uh, Which almost the, makes me a little scared for her. Among the <laughs> people. True. I think she can win it and then lose it, but she's going to win it at some point. At some point. Yeah. One-to-one mm -hmm. -one odds. And uh, Cersei Lannister payout here. If you had any bet at any point, we had Cersei at 200-to-one odds <laughs> earlier on <laughs> to end the season on the throne. If you took that, you won big today. Big Go money. down and collect. Um, down the moon door, his chances are falling. It's little, Littlefinger at 30,000-to-one. Mm -hmm. Really? I'd say they just went up. You think he's going? We now know what he's going to what he wants, yeah. but can he get it, Spencer? No. That's the well, bet. Well, uh, you know, in a in this messed up world, sure. It's gonna say not? all he has to do is kill Cersei, and apparently he can just sit down do on the it. throne. Yeah. And no problem. On the <laughs> Climbing the ladder, the king, previously known as Jon Snow, three to one, three to one odds that Jon Snow could end this thing. It's a good bet. He's got royal blood. Hey, he wasn't even alive when this season began, <laughs> and now he is climbing the ladder, newly king of noble North. birth. Uh, uh, Trisha, what bet are you taking at the end here between John and Danny? If I had to just give you those choices, between John just between and those Danny. Cho cho oh, choices, man. throw out Baelish. I mean, I'm wearing the Targaryen dress. I yeah. gotta support Targaryen. I think that's where it's going. I don't think it's gonna come down to. I'm hoping at least it's not gonna come down to one or the other. Right. I think in some way they will ally up. Um, yeah, little and, tag team. Right, exactly. And whether that's collide. whether that's a Targaryen, uh, you know, Targaryen mm. nephew marriage situation or whatever it may be. I would like to think they work together and all the good guys win, but this is Game of Thrones, this and that never happened. So. Some final picks here. Shadow Assassin, this is your sleeper pick. 300,000 to one that you wins the whole thing. Oh, I'm not sure. Leanna Mormont, you're, you're taking it. Uh, hey, look, down the line, who knows, in yeah. the next series, maybe the next generation of, of that, Game of Thrones. She might really, she, look, I got to give uh, Leanna Mormont, it was a, it stole this season. Uh, there's just across the board, everyone loved this character and had great moments there. I and vote for The final one, the Iron Price, this is the person we think Gonna the big person to die next could happen. Oh. Cersei Lannister, five to one odds. Yep. She has she has her throne, she has her crown. Like she said, what does she really have beyond that? Her own brother might be against her now. Could he be the promised part of that prophecy, the Valonqar? Uh, what will happen there? So those are the odds. We've been doing that all season. Have a little fun. You can place those bets around the office. Uh, death count. <laughs> oh God. So Everybody. Many. So many. Everybody died. Everybody. We don't have pictures. JT, just replay that explosion for the death count yeah. this week. We like to pay homage to those who passed. Everyone Literally went. everyone you see. Everybody bye -bye. in the sept getting crispy. I'm going to miss Natalie Dormer on the TV. Ain't going to lie. I know. I she played She's the Game so of Thrones good. so well. Sure, she, that's she the reason. Was, oh. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Loris is now uh, our Iron Fist. Uh, yes. up on Netflix, yeah. 
so we knew he was gone. Wow! So great every time I see it. Take it oh in and appreciate gosh. that moment. That is the death count. And this guy, yeah, bye bye. Yeah. Wouldn't help. Yeah, he's like, man, go on anyway. I got my forehead carved up for nothing. Uh, we are going to take some calls. We're going to look back at season six. But we do have a special guest here now. Uh, we 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 we've been trying to get. It's tough to get people to come off uh, HBO and the shows to talk mm -hmm. about the show because there's such there's a lot of NDAs, a lot of stuff going. But we've got mm -hmm. a guy here who's responsible for it all. <laughs> None other than George R. R. Martin himself. Wow. Oh my gosh. It's really Such him. An honor. What up, Dex? <laughs> uh, hey, wow, George. Welcome to the show, George. Hey. What is this about? <laughs> this is recapping HBO's Game of Thrones. Do you watch? No. No? Are you oh, that show that took my work and then bastardized it? <laughs> Especially this bullshit season? You're not happy with the season, George? No, it was like a bunch of like. Oh, wait, or were you, uh, let me ask you a question. Yeah. Were you guys happy how everyone had, like, good feelings and, like, you know, they sent, like, a sense of accomplishment and, like, they won things? Did I, you like that? I didn't like that. I I'm on was, your side, George. It was good having some resolution, George. Yeah, it was yeah. bullshit. That's not the way it was supposed to go. <laughs> That's not the way it was supposed to go at all. Oh. You know Ramsey? Yeah. True King. Uh, <laughs> he sits the Iron Throne. Yeah. Okay. He was going to sink all those boats and then rape a dragon. No. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, he was just going to knock down the wall with his dick. And then, and then everyone else's dicks chopped off. George. That's what the plan was for this season. I knew it. But then it's all bullshit because <laughs> of Benioff and the other one. <laughs> when, George. Douchebag. When, when are you finishing book six, Winds of Winter? I think you I got stuff to do. What do you have to what do? What are you doing? What, talk right. about the, the NFL? There was Lollapalooza. <laughs> There's Guns N' Roses at the Ford concert, like Ford last week. Uh, Coachella. Coachella. Look, man, Don't I've been man. in Palm Springs sweating my dick off. <laughs> Just all summer. Just give me a goddamn break, okay? Who do you have in the Super Bowl this year, George? I know you like to talk about that more than uh, Game of Thrones. Look, I got yeah. the Arizona Cardinals over the Kansas City Chiefs. Easy as that. <laughs> and look, look, I have some other things, too. I'm starting a YouTube channel. Oh. Oh, you I'm thinking about starting an Outlander recap show. Oh, wow. I know recap shows are kind of just all over the place. Yeah, We're just doing do recap it. shows all over the place. You can yeah. be on ours. Anyone can do them. Is Screen Junkies doing an Outlander recap show? I'll put, a, I'll put in a word for you. Okay. Because I'll do that. <laughs> if you have the infrastructure. So, George, no insight on when this book's done? Not at all? You're just going to sit there in, in New Mexico? Look, there's an election. <laughs> so after 2020, I think oh. we'll, okay, the 2020 election. Yeah, yeah. Got do you it. know how many 30 for 30s there are? <laughs> They're making, I, yeah, the OJ uh, five part OJ I documentary. Know. That's going to take me six months at least. Look, well, here's a hint. Here's yeah. a hint. You know what happened with OJ yeah. and the baseball cards? Same thing. <laughs> Same thing. Yeah. For who? Who's OJ? Jon Snow. Okay. Oh, who, who's who's OJ on the show? John who's Snow. the dumbest piece of shit on the show? And who's one of the dumbest people in the world? OJ Simpson. Same guy. Got it. All right. George, spoiler. By the way, I noticed how you were talking about the Tigarians. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The Tigarians? Yeah. Tigarians? I don't care. Do you read your that's own books, George? Yeah. yeah, okay. So, oh, that's the actual pronunciation. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> but by the way, you know why Jon Snow's like, I'm surprised anyone's like surprised that Jon Snow's a Tigarian. All that incest running up in his jeans has made him dumb. <laughs> <laughs> He's a dummy. George, what's your favorite moment of the season this, this, this season? Did you just hate uh, all of it? Is there anything you can take from it? The Hounds. You, you like the, the hounds? hounds. The, oh, the, the hounds. hounds uh, plural, the hounds. The I didn't like them killing Ramsey. No. Yeah. By the way, the Starks are the biggest bitches in Westeros. Yeah. 
I mean, did Ned Stark before his head fell off like teach his kids how to zigzag? <laughs> no, apparently not. Is what? that is that how it plays out differently in the books? Does he survive because he zigzags and serpentines? Well, his uh, arrow goes through his dick and then ripped it off. <laughs> wow, this is amazing. Wow. George, so I'm sorry, this is George R. R. Martin. What you expect? I'm learning so <laughs> What you expect? Some Tolkien bullshit? <laughs> this must be really confusing to people listening on podcast right now. Uh, it is. Uh, just imagine George R. R. Martin in the flesh, and that's what you got. George, you're going to have, you're not done today here on Screen Chunkies. No, I'm hosting Monday Night Raw at 4 o'clock. We're going to oh. get weird with the Raw Dogs. Mm. We're, so we're going to have Jon Snow. We're going to have Grey Worm. We're going to have Shitty Varys. It's wow. going to be good. Okay. We're going to premiere Gurra Thrones cartoon. Oh, Call yeah. up. I love that. You want some? Uh, you want to ask George some questions about life? Well, he's going to give you some straight talk. <laughs> oh, this is going to be good. Live here today, 4 p.m. Pacific time on Screen Chuck. Is Plus. it 4? It's 4. You're going to be here all day, George. Ah. Uh, God, I got an egg salad sandwich waiting at home. <laughs> get some writing. I got an egg salad sandwich waiting at home. Get some, do get some, some writing. writing. Bang out a chapter. Ah, okay. George, stay there. <laughs> By the way, my Outlander Screen Junkie show is going to premiere in October. Great. And okay. then, uh, you know. We're looking forward to that, Sky's George. Thank good. you for creating this wonderful world, George. Even yes. if you don't like it, we appreciate it greatly. Whatever, Ponytail. Sounds good. <laughs> uh, stay there, George. We're going to take some calls now. If we have any calls, we got it. Welcome to Watching Thrones, the final episode. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Hi, I'm Albert Garcia. Hey, Albert. Hey, Albert. You are on. How are you doing, Albert? Nice, nice. I'm very happy to finally be a guest here. I've been calling a lot. You got yes, through. You made you it got the last one. You crossed yeah. the wall. You're heading south. What's Finals. on your mind? Albert, what'd you like about this episode? Things are only going to go bad from here. <laughs> All right, George. All right, George. Hey, Albert. I loved this episode. Yeah. Um, I've read all the books, and I think my favorite scene in this episode was... Cersei getting getting uh, crowned. Crowned? Oh, okay. yeah. Queenified. Queenified. Yeah. Albert, what do you yeah. like about that? What draws you to that moment? I I think it's how much it reminded me of the Godfather. Like uh, mm -hmm. Cersei mm -hmm. just planning everything, the, everything from the music. Um, God, uh, it's so hard to. I feel like I'm on the spot here, but I. You are. <laughs> you are on the spot. Albert. Very much. But yeah, it's like the baptism from Welcome the Godfather for sure. I know what Albert liked about all the queens, all those honkers. George, cut his mic. Cut George, his mic. Cut, 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 cut George's mic. But no, really, like it's certainly Cersei. Like, I feel like throughout the whole series, she's been like a kind of villain. Right. And then I love that it finally ended with like, no, now she really is like the next big bit villain. She's after, super villain. Yeah, after Ramsey, you know, we need it. We need a new one, and I love that it's her. Um, and seeing her do such a despicable thing, like, really sets up like, okay, yeah, I'd love to see Daenerys and Jon hmm. team up against her or or something. I don't know. I'm very yeah. interested. Yeah. It's gonna and certainly, I also like that the show like split it up into three different. Like, who do you follow now? Right. Jon, mm -hmm. Danny, or or Cersei. It's really simple now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. That does, that does help. Yeah. That does help. Yeah, we're history life. <laughs> Everyone else is dead. This Albert. is awesome. Our podcast is only going to be like half an hour next yeah. season. Yeah. Oh, be good. Be good. We can have more time for the Outlander recap. Party. <laughs> Albert, thank you for calling in. Thank you for watching this season and being patient to get through the calls. A lot of people call in, and we only have so much time to take the calls. We appreciate it very much. Thank call you. Call in Monday Night Raw. We'll get... <laughs> Don't you can call? Yeah, no, call into Monday Night Raw. Yeah, uh, let me know when you got one more call. We'll take a couple calls here as we start winding up, guys. I want to talk about some of the things we liked this season. We're seeing your favorite mm -hmm. moments. There's a lot to get through. Usually, we like to take a little breather after the season and go, oh, "What happened?" But mm -hmm. Michelle, things that stood out, things that you loved. 
I, I mean, it's hard to pick from something other than these last two episodes. True. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because, you know, I felt like there were so many kind of disappointing moments throughout the entire season. Mm-hmm. I Honestly, I, I feel like... I don't want to just pick one moment. I feel like my favorite thing is just that these last two episodes have renewed my faith in the fact that this show, I feel like now this show can mm-hmm. be good without the huge, without the detail basis of the books. Gotcha. Like, that's what I actually really enjoy. Yeah, because there were some wavering points this year for Definitely. all of us. I overall really love this season, but yeah, we all have those moments. Definitely. And we all have those questions. So this, I'm just like, cool, I'm, I'm back on board. Absolutely. Spencer? I mean, there were cool moments. I agree. The, it's kind of back-heavy. The last two episodes were so far and above everything else we got. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was kind of the Feast for Crows season for me. This was right. the long one. There was a little bit of a struggle to get through, and I, I, my favorite part is now it's over, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, because what's coming, I'm so excited for. Sure. And uh, I think Ben Off and Weiss were kind of telegraphing that this season had some filler in it by saying mm. we want to do six episodes and seven episode seasons. So the fact that they can now take all the awesome moments, spread out over ten, and cut them down into a tight six or a tight seven, right. I can't wait. Excellent point. Trisha? I'm just so excited that we got confirmation on Jon Snow's parentage because that means so many exciting things are coming or so many exciting things could mm-hmm. be coming. Um, you know, a lot of our disappointment this season in the middle was saying, oh, well, I guess we just have to take it at face value. That wasn't interesting. Right. And I feel like the way that this season has ended and especially that information about the parentage is like, ah, 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 nope, there's more than meets the eye. And Absolutely. I'm excited. We can finally talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> It's out there. <laughs> Maybe it's just some random drunk. Maybe that's. I, would I don't know. Uh-huh. Whoever's playing like young Ned Stark, Carrot Top. I don't know. Maybe he's lying. Maybe it's all bullshit. It might be true. Ah, look, you could be the real Game of Thrones is me just screwing with all of you. Because guess yeah, what? I so, think that's true. Here's a spoiler. I'm gonna die before the books are finished. George. You're in the peak of health. Um, yeah, I'm gonna type out the last paragraph and then stab myself in the heart, and then your all lives will be ruined, you dicks. <laughs> I'm gonna cuckold y'all. God bless you, George. God bless you, George. So check out my Outlander show in September. All right. Uh, Screen Junkies Plus. All right, George. Cut his mic. Uh, For me, I'm with you, Tricia. It was the big reveals and and the answers and and kind of going to what you were saying, Spencer, where now we are pared down and we're moving towards the end. And sometimes resolution leaves us a little frustrated. Uh, Sometimes it doesn't match up to our headcanon and what we want. Uh, And there was some of that this season. There's been some of that stuff along the way. But, hey, we don't get this, we don't get that, but we get certain answers answers and I love that we're finally at a point where this long, long show that we've all been watching religiously since what, 2010 now um, 2011 era uh, that we're finally getting towards the end coming mm-hmm. around the corner in the bend on the stuff that's been fun to watch and next season's going to be a battle royale. Ooh. We got another call right now though I wanted to take it and talk to the fans who have been there with us along the way. Welcome to Watching Thrones. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Hey, I'm Jamal Forney. Uh, I'm from St. Thomas, U.S. Virgin Islands. Nice. Hello, Jamal. Hey, Jamal. Jamal, how are you doing? What's on your mind today about today's episode and season? Well, I just want to talk about some few points that I really liked. One is uh, the beginning with Marjorie's death. I didn't expect it. And I'm sad she's gone, but I'm really happy she died being really competent. <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. she knew she had to get I out. totally she's know what you mean, Jamal. Yeah, that, that was, there's some kind of uh, validation in that. If you're going to go out, that's yeah. the way to go out. At least you didn't go out surprised. She knew something was going to happen. She knew happen. more than the High Sparrow. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. She did all along. What else, Jamal? Um, I really like the winter is here part with uh, John and Sansa. Definitely. Yeah. It's like, finally, that it's happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, 
I felt like Arya finally fulfilled something. <laughs> uh, although I didn't like the storyline. Sure. But beforehand, I'm glad something happened. Yep. <laughs> right. Right. And Jamal, I'm excited yeah? to see Melisandre, what she's going to do with Arya, because like a few seasons back, it was hinted they would meet. Right, that's still to come. Hey, maybe, maybe it's just to uh, Arya takes her out. Yeah, no, they're, they're yeah, on a collision right. course. Yeah. yeah, he's right because Melisandre's yeah. heading south, and who knows right. where? I mean, I would assume yeah. Arya. I don't know where Arya's going at all. Who knows? Right. Who knows? I hope next she goes to Winterfell be. and pairs up with Jon and Sansa. Yeah. She's still got people to she's kill. Got a to-do list. Yeah, yeah. checking it twice. Jamal, thanks for calling in. We appreciate it. We appreciate you watching thanks. the entire season with us too, as well. Uh, I'll I give a, a yeah. Go ahead. Of all you guys and. I always loved everything you guys do. Thanks, Jamal. Uh, we appreciate it, Jamal. We okay. appreciate it. We appreciate all you out there. Thanks for calling. Uh, we'll we'll take one more. Let's all get away for that thumbs up as we start to wrap up here. We do have uh, we've learned a lot this season, Spencer. We'll, we'll close out with that. Um, it's really stupid. It's it, well <laughs> as it has been. I, I want to you know live up to expectations. I'm, I'm excited. Should I tell us what we've learned? Yeah, let's go. Let's do it. Let's do it now as I'm waiting for that call to come in. Spencer, what did we learn? You know, it's cold in Winterfell, but it's warm this summer, and people leave their windows open. So I want you guys to know <laughs> that there are child-safe window guards available. If you are planning to become, you know, the queen mother and want to keep a prophecy from coming true, want to keep your kids alive, install a screen door, okay? <laughs> Something that a kid, a weak child like Tommen, could not push out if he wants to go out the window. Uh, don't leave your child unattended okay even if you have that window guard in there you got to keep the mountain in the same room with him to just make sure a little guy like Tom and doesn't pounce out the window like his little cat so window guards this summer guys and keep your zombie Good. mountains close yes Good. we learned a lot there we got a call now our final call for the season here on watching thrones welcome to the show what's your name where are you calling from hey hello is he frozen he's frozen hello. in time oh, hey God. we can hear you still it's a white walker. Oh, you can't see me? Yeah, uh, yeah, we can hear you. We, we can, can hear, hear you, though. Keep going. What you got? What's on your mind? What's your name? And he's gone. And he's gone. All right, we'll wait for a setup. We'll do it again. We're not leaving until we get one more here. One more call. It's been a long run here. Guys, we had a lot of fun doing this year, right? This was great. This was fun. Good times. So much fun. Yay. Seriously, guys, so yeah. much fun. And thank you two for doing the work. And and we got to. I, I was tr trying to have him Skype in. Uh, Lon Harris is out of town. He's in New York, and he was going to try to Skype in from a JetBlue flight. But uh, uh, you can't discount what Lon Harris uh, did. So follow him at, at Lons L O N S. Give him a say hi for all his work and all his research and helping me pull the clips and and uh, Emin and, and Gracie and, and the post production team who every night after every Sunday night about midnight I send them a long list of pull it off for my stupid show and <laughs> they come through at some point they're just going to give you the entire show yeah, they're right. just like here, here just take go. it do it yourself jerk <laughs> you got a call yet here coming in no alright we'll keep trying guys uh, on twitter you guys uh, there's so much stuff coming in at hashtag watching thrones each episode that I can't even stop and get it all until after so some of you have great points some of you are joining the conversation and it is it is sometimes just rattling up the screen so so much that it's hard to uh, it's hard to get it but that what that means it warms my heart because you are involved you're watching when you all had a lot of fun this season interacting with you, even during the week when the show wasn't going. I love on. it. Mm -hmm. So much fun. Yes. Except when you spoil things. Except so when just you, like <laughs> next year, chill next year. Fifteen minutes uh, is at the delay time. Here. This was apparently not enough for me. I had to post like a couple extra extra videos yeah. up on my YouTube. So no. yeah, and I, like I was telling Trish, I think about maybe half of my predictions were completely wrong. Yeah, yeah. but <laughs> half of them were completely true, and that is astounding. Yeah. Yeah. Solid. Blanky McBlank. Blank. 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 
no, no, Blakey no, McBlakey. We'll no, I don't think it's gone. I think that's that. Really? You guys think no, never? No way. I don't think at this point. I think we can put the official like nail in that coffin. No way. I'm refusing to believe. All right. We do have our final call here. Let's get it here now. Our final call this season of Watching Thrones. What's your name? Where are you calling from? You're back. Yeah, Steven from San Diego. Hey, Steven from San Diego. Hello, Steven. What's How's up? How's it going? Good, yeah, man. I've been enjoying you guys the last uh, six weeks. I That's when I subscribed. Oh, he was oh, like, but he was before that, you were crap. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Now, Steven, what's on your mind? What you like about this episode, this season? What you looking forward to? Um, Great close to the season. Uh, it, it was slow at parts, I can agree with, but great way to close it. Super excited for the next season. Mm-hmm. Um, I think one of the best moments is probably the look between Jamie and Cersei. Yeah. Uh, yes. Like gets Jamie maybe his honor back and maybe a little bit of that Valon Carr. I think it kind of solidifies it for the books maybe, but I don't mm-hmm. know about the show because they haven't, they left it out. Maybe that's something they, uh, right. Arya to do, which I would actually be okay with. Mm-hmm. Totally. Because right. yep. that was a cool moment of up until then, Jamie was still like team Cersei this entire season. Whereas, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we, we needed that turn to right. happen he's at some one point. Of, he's one of the last few wild cards. I think mm-hmm. everyone else mm-hmm. is kind of shuffled into their ending positions, mm-hmm. I think. Right. Uh, but Jamie is still one of those guys that could go either way. Go either way. Mm-hmm. Uh, Steve, what were some of your favorite moments from the, the season overall, season six? Well, just seeing, like, all the theories really come true. Like, John coming back, um, R plus L equals J, yeah. Tower of Joy, all that stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Knowing that the wall was created by magic, maybe that has something yeah. to do with Bran, um, Bran the Builder, I don't know, just so many extra theories coming in now from this year. So yeah. maybe it wasn't like the funniest season, because when you rewatch <laughs> some of the other seasons are really funny. This mm, was yeah. just more uh, dramatic and uh, I know, lots of lots of big plot points. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, Steven, thanks for calling in being our last call of this season of Yay! Watching Thrones. We appreciate <laughs> it. Uh, and we'll uh, hear from you again in season seven. Danny on Twitter says, I really like the children of the forest reveal. I never paid attention to that theory before. So it was really unexpected there. Mm. And a lot of people yelling at George R. Yeah, R. Martin. We all on forgot the couch. about Hodor. Yeah. Mm. I thought that Ouch. was brilliant. Never forget. That was a highlight. That yeah. may have been the saddest death in all of Game of Thrones yeah. for me. Yeah, definitely, definitely got people. It definitely affected it. Yeah. Uh, other than George's eventual death, I'm, you guys are gonna have to hold, <laughs> gonna have to hold me that day. <laughs> guys, we could go on and on and on, but our crew wants to eat lunch, and I do want to thank that crew. Austin in the booth today, answering the calls while Lon's out. Ryan Elliott, you should almost pop in front of the camera and wave because you're our own Jon Snow. <laughs> you could be on Game of Thrones. I think they may have seen you on camera for a little bit yeah, today, so you been, should come on. He's and been he's on gonna Monday's be Dario show. 3.0. Yeah, all right, there's Ryan. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> our own personal Jon Snow and JTE in the booth. You you can come in and run in for the wide shot if you leave it, Josh. Come on. Oh. Hey, take the shot, Josh. Yeah. Take the shot, Josh. Take the shot. It's right there. Switch cameras. Switch cameras. There he is, the little finger pulling the strings behind him. JT in the booth does more than just press buttons. He's also kind of uh, the technical director and gets all the... When I dumped 50... The first week of watching Thrones, I came in and said, here's like 50 pictures and 70 clips. And he just quietly said, that's a lot. Um, but did it. And all through back to the recap shows as well. So thank you guys for your support. We can't do it without you there. Spencer, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule. I know you 
love Game of Thrones. It's easy this to say that. When you do what you love, you never work a day in your life. And I love Game of Thrones. I love you guys. This has been so much fun. Yeah. Let's do it again. Your inside is great. Michelle Boyd, you and I go back a bit beyond just this show. It's been fun to talk Game of Thrones with you here in this wonderful setting. It's been so amazing. And I'm so happy that you gave me an outlet to be a total dork uh, just every Monday. And it's just, this is awesome. And I'm, I'm so happy to be here and talking Absolutely. Game of Thrones every week. And then during the offseason on your YouTube channel, you're going to have a little bit more? Are you going to break so. down some things? Well, I'm going to have my Outlander recap show. I'm going to steal it. <laughs> something. I'll, we'll have something. I've got to find a new obsession now. I don't mm. know what I'm going to do in the meantime. Mm-hmm. Let's just, you know, NFL starting. That'll there you be cool. go. There you go. <laughs> That's the thing. Trisha Hirschberger, uh, we joke, but yeah, you joined us uh, during the battle here, and it's so glad to have you here. Thank you guys so much for having me be a part of this. This was seriously my therapy every week coming yeah. in after Game of Thrones and just getting at, getting to hash it out with you guys. Absolutely amazing. Yeah. Thank you. And, and whether, just to see what dresses we'd be wearing absolutely. every day. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Thank you guys. It's been so much fun to talk and to do this. It's a, a little bit of a, uh, you know, a little bit of a dream to sit here and get, like Spencer says, to get paid to talk about this, to mm-hmm. to recover uh, after emotional episodes, to get through the things we didn't understand or the things we questioned, and to be there for the joy. So uh, it has been a fun adventure. Watching Thrones continues. You can still get all the episodes on demand, including the recap shows. It's in iTunes form as well on iTunes and a podcast form on iTunes, uh, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher. Uh, you can take us with you on the road. We can still talk Game of Thrones using the hashtag Watching Thrones all yep. the way up till next yep. season and season seven. I can't thank you all enough as fans uh, for joining us on this adventure. You're not just fans. It's a little small council that gets together <laughs> each week. So uh, I want to, as always, thank Dark Horse and Things from Another World for these awesome GOT collectibles and so factory cool. entertainment for this Joffrey crown, which we'll now all fight over to see who can wear one last time. That is it for Watching Thrones Season 6 of Game of Thrones. We'll see you for Season 7. Bye! Bye!